Brothers and sisters, today we celebrate the feasts of the Holy Souls and the Church prays uh, intently for the faithful departed, for those souls who have gone before us. In the book of Maccabeus, um, we see in the scriptures already this, um, this understanding that we have to pray for the souls of the dead. Um, from very early on in the tradition of the Church, there was always a belief about what in theology we have come to call purgatory, that there is this state that some souls, or maybe a vast majority of souls, uh, the tr tradition understands that there's a lot of souls, uh, make way to heaven via a state of purgatory. Um, even the great author, the great Protestant author, C.S. Lewis, who was an author of Narnia, after his wife's death, he, he really started to reflect on this whole uh, passage and, and he came to that Catholic belief of, of purgatory and this is the teaching of the church and it's why we offer masses we pray for the dead um, that we could assist them on their journey and this is a beautiful thought that even with our loved ones who've gone before us, the truth is we don't know for a fact um, where they are, um, we hope a great hope that they, they, they're in heaven but maybe they're in purgatory um, and so we, we have to pray we have to pray for our loved ones very often these days we we tend to canonize people immediately where we say they're in heaven and we we can stop praying for them and that would be to do a great injustice to a soul who a loved one who we wouldn't want to be robbed of that final glory um, and who is assisted by our prayers um, because of the communion of saints that when we pray it affects the other members of Christ and so they benefit from those prayers because in purgatory they're part of the body of Christ um, as they await for that final purification of love to enter the, the fullness of heaven and and so we could be still involved in the loved ones who have gone before us we can still be part of their lives in one sense and even if they've reached heaven God won't waste our prayers he could use our prayers in different ways <clears throat> And so, we are to keep praying for our loved ones. Now the truth is, they pray for us. Um, the saints pray in heaven. They pray for us. And, you know, St. Padre Pio and the Holy Souls. Uh, I've probably said this before, but St. Padre Pio could see these Holy Souls very very easily they would come to him many holy souls would come to him some point he couldn't tell the difference between humans and holy souls and all through his life he our lady came to him many times jesus appeared to him many times and we you know he's famous for all his healings and miracles but he's he's known for his great devotion for the suffering souls in purgatory who their suffering is as he would also explain is their intense desire to be with god and yet they know they're on the way to God, so there's a joy, but they, they experience a suffering of longing to be fully with God in the eternal city. And so, so it is a state of suffering, because when you've reached there, to know and feel this separation from the one who loves you the most is, is, is a form of suffering. It's a suffering in love. It's a purification in love. And, and so, Papadre Pio, one account, he was in his room, and this man came to him, asked him for prayers, and if you remember a Mass... And he told him his name and told him that he actually had died in three rooms down. Um, because before the friary, before the Capuchins had lived in it, 
um, for their convent. It was like a hostel for the poor. And this man said to him that he had died actually in that room in a fire. And so the next morning, Padre Pio asked his superior if he had ever heard of this man. And the man said, yes, he actually lived in that room there. I, and he had died in a fire. And so this was an figment in Padre Pio's mind. And again, many people would send their guardian angels when they couldn't afford to visit Padre Pio. They would send their guardian angels to St. Padre Pio um, and with a prayer intention to pray for loved ones. And, and often when people were with him, he, their loved ones from purgatory or would come to them saying, could you please pray for ask so-and-so who Padre Pio would be with at the time to pray for their loved ones. So and many people would be shocked that he would know the names of their ancestors or so, I mean, this is just one example. Padre Pio died in the 1960s. We know he's famous for so many things, his stigmata and many other mystical things, but his incredible love to bear the suffering of being in the confessional for hours and hours and hours, listening to people's problems and worries and sins, administering the healing grace. So brothers and sisters, today on the Feast of All Souls, may we take seriously the journey of our loved ones after death. Let us not be too quick to canonize them to say that they're already in heaven. We need to pray for them. We need to, and that is love. Um, we need to, to honor them and to, to also pray and ask the Lord to even be merciful to them at the hour of their death. Um, that they would have really repented so that they could really receive the fullness of life so to be saved. Um, and so we, we pray and remember those souls, especially who have no one to pray for them. And the most powerful prayer we can pray is offer the Mass and pray for them in our rosary and all our prayers.